everybody welcome to uh episode five of stupid things jory micah says uh i am your host norm the master's dog dunham aka the evangelical norm i'm glad you could make it who i'm glad i could make it extra points if you can tell me what movie that's from <laughs> so uh, uh meant to do this a couple hours ago but i came home from work and just crashed i was exhausted Woke up a few minutes ago, want to get this done, and then I'm going back to bed. So, uh, it is episode five of Stupid Things Jory Micah Says. Uh, again, we went through all that, so you know. We are live on Facebook, and I do really appreciate everybody that is on. Um, I've got the chat on over here, so if you want to make comments, um, tell me I'm pugnacious and contentious. Uh, knock yourself out. Uh, I will uh, we'll, we'll do this. So... But today is actually a little more serious. That I, I we'll see how it goes. It's probably going to get heated. Y'all know me. <laughs> I don't. I don't hold back when stupidity reigns. So, but today's comment uh, we are looking at. Of course, we all know that the the verdict came down yesterday in the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, I really hope that most people are satisfied with the verdict i think i think the jury got it right even though so many people are going they only did that because they were afraid they were gonna have riots and and so on and so forth i don't know i look at the verdict i look at the video and the situation and i go i think they got it right i think it may just be that one time this time actually among many times that the justice system actually works the justice system system actually worked yeah let me see if i can talk without sounding like i'm drunk i'm not i promise i just woke up a little bit ago i had a really good nap and so but of course twitter went nuts you started seeing everything on social media everybody's opinion came out and I believe the very first, I may be mistaken, there may have been one tweet before this, but among the very first tweets that our, <laughs> our uh, guest of honor <laughs> at this roast, uh, Jory Micah put out, was this one here, before the media even starts, no one cares what 45, 45 being Trump, um, thinks of the verdict so here she was totally waiting for you know donald trump's response to uh you know what the verdict was and to make something and say something and so this is proof positive that none of this was about justice none of this was about equity none of this was about 
anti-racism or racism or racial uh, reconciliation or anything like that for Jory Micah. This tweet right here is absolute proof that this was all about attention. Because, again, usually when something like this goes down, I try to say let's not make it political right off the bat. I mean, we came into this with a, 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 a bit of a political bent, right? I mean, all this has been going on. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, you know, we have had these racial issues and so on going on and on and on. And then another black man is publicly executed on video by a police officer. So the, the politics is there, but... What am I trying to say about this? Anytime, I mean, even when, like Mike Brown, when Michael Brown was shot, I mean, dude was doing some sketchy stuff. Ripped off a, a, a convenience store of some cigars, which is not a death penalty offense. Uh, you know, resisted arrest, came at the cop, wrestled for the gun. Of course, none of those are, are death penalty offenses. But at some point in that situation, the police officer, Darren, I can't remember his last name. That's an interesting th point. Um, talk about that psychological thing. Had a right to defend his life. And in that defense of his life, he took Michael Brown's life. But yet still, my opinion was we mourn with those who mourn. This is what the Bible tells us to do. I love the line out of uh, Kurt Kennedy's song off of the album C4, what, which was, you know, did he go, was he running from the cop or did he go after the gun? And then some, I can't, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact lyric, but he says, have we forgot that everyone just lost a son? Right? This was the situation with Mike Brown. Someone lost a son. Let's not immediately concern ourselves with, Figuring it out and, and being the first one to know what's right and just go, these people, these parents lost their boy, right? Now we're in a different situation. This is a man who took the life of a, of a son, a brother, a, a father. You know, there's, there's a little girl who never gets to hug her dad again. Whatever their relationship was right, like. Right. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure somebody out there, Candace Owens or somebody has all the, the information about, you know, how dysfunctional the relationship between George Floyd and his daughter was anyway. Right. So, but in that, st that that's what's going on. Now we have another issue where the man who took that man's life is now going to be going to prison for, from what I was hearing, somebody was saying, at least 12 years on the minimum on two of those charges. And even if they did give him simply the minimum on all of them, if they ran them concurrently, it would be 30, 30 28 years that Chauvin is going to go away. And that's just minimums run concurrently. If they did minimums run consecutively, it would be 12 years. But this man is going, wait, again, I, I never looked into Derek Chauvin's 
family life or anything like that. But he might have a daughter. He's somebody's son. He's somebody's brother, right? And now he's going away. Somebody is losing that. Can we take a moment and even in and find some little bit of compassion? Jesus tells us to love our enemies, right? Can we not love our enemies' family enough to mourn with them for a moment before we start making it about Trump? And I mean, and this is this is going out to everybody. This is this is a you know a rebuke against Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens and some of the the brothers that I know and love that are immediately going to come to the defense, say the jury was wrong, all this other stuff, and not think about what's underlying at this point. Let's take a few minutes to mourn with Derek Chauvin's family. I encourage everybody to mourn with George Floyd's family before we start drumming up all the the politics and the history and the criminal record and everything else. I still do firmly believe, I listened to um, Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens and, and she's still of the, the mind that there's no way this guy was putting his life back together. I still firmly believe from what I saw and the, the just the timeline of social media and so on, that yeah, George, uh, George Floyd had an extensive and really ugly criminal record. And I think he was coming back and he came back to Minnesota and he was getting his life together and then COVID hit and issues started happening. And I think, and again, this is norm speculation. So don't, you know, go ahead and at me with, well, you don't really know. But came back and fell back into to bad um, habits, drugs and so on. And, you know, crime and I don't know what the situation was. Was he unemployed? Did he lose his job because of COVID? So on. Was he trying to do something to provide and and destitute and and fell on back into addiction? I think that's a very plausible possibility. But there are those on one side that are going to say no, that's never a, a good possibility. And then there are those on the other side that are going to be like, well, it doesn't matter. And again. We are so divided on this. And can we just take a moment and not make this political? Let's take a minute to pray. I mean, if I can't imagine they're going to put Chauvin in in general population in any prison because right now he's the most hated former law enforcement officer in the country. And he would live for eh, a couple hours before he's taken out in a prison system. So he's going to have to be in segregation, segregated population, you know, use whatever uh, popular uh, prison movie terminology you want to show, want to use, ad seg, uh, SHU, whatever, right? He's going to be locked up by himself for a long, long time with very little time out in the open and not exposed to much of anybody for a long time so we can mourn with him and we don't necessarily need to make it political it's going to become that we know it is and it's to be expected but we can take a few minutes jory and not make it about trump why do you go to trump anyway 
I've gone way longer in this episode than I ever expected to, and I'm going to wrap it up here really quick. But why would you go? I mean, this is this is why people say Trump derangement syndrome is real, because Trump derangement syndrome is real. Jory Mike approves it. She has got it, and she's all about it. And obviously, I mean, this I screenshotted this yesterday, four hours after it was done, and obviously, it didn't garner the as much attention as she wanted. She's got forty-seven thousand some followers. And 117 likes in four hours, five comments, six retweets. I don't know what the what the uh, numbers are today. Let me see. I think I've got it pulled up over here. 21 hours ago, five comments, seven retweets, 141 likes. So obviously not quite the uh, attention she was looking for. So, and did my stream freeze? That's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I just looked over at the other screen. So we're going to wrap this up. This has never been about racial reconciliation, justice, or equity for Jory. It's about politics. It's about attention. It's about her. And that's what it always is. And that's the stupid things that Jory Micah says for today. And... As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.